right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Save Point Vids podcast. I am Josh, and uh, excuse me, as always, I've got Sean and Chase here by my side. Uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking about Death Stranding. Uh, Kojima released a new uh, trailer slash gameplay clip. We'll be talking about religion and Cyberpunk 2077, among other stories. Uh, but before we get into that, again, I did want to remind you that this is the Save Point Vids podcast. This is our flagship show, and you can find it at youtube.com slash Vids. Follow us on all the major social media platforms to uh, stay up to the date on any uh, changes and news that we might have. Uh, just search Save Point Vids on those platforms. And if you don't want to look at us, feel free to uh, follow us on the podcast platforms, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, um, SoundCloud, among others, Spotify. There's, um, you know, chances are if you're listening on any podcast uh, service, we are on there to search the Save Point Vids podcast, and you can find us there as well. Um, so I guess with that out of the way, let's get right into the news. Again, first story up is new Death Stranding details emerge. With November's release date on the horizon, we are starting to learn more details about the story and characters of the PlayStation 4 exclusive Death Stranding. A new trailer released shows a character by the name of Hartman, played by Danish director Nicholas Winding... Reifen? Rein? Maybe? R-E-F-N. I mispronounced your name, I apologize. Maybe Ryan. And he apparently is a member of Bridges and is, quote, is committed to researching the truth of the Death Stranding, end quote. In a subsequent tweet, Hideo Kojima explains that Hartman's heart stops every 21 minutes and then he is revived. After one of these revivals, Hartman speaks to Sam Bridges, played by Norman Reedus, and explains what it's like to live in this manner. Kojima's tweet is as follows, quote, Hartman's cut, Hartman cutscene that, that was introduced at San Diego Comic-Con is out now. Hartman is a member of Bridges. His heart stops every one, 21 minutes, spends his time in the world of the dead for three minutes, and comes back by AED. 60 times per day, thanks to my best friend and filmmaker, Nicholas W. Ryan, for his appearance, end quote. Um, did you guys actually see the no. trailer? No. I read, I read the... Uh, it was. It was. It's not even. It's not even really a trailer. It's. It looks like it's just a cutscene that they clipped out. Um, but yeah, he's he's basically in a library. It looks like in his own home, where he has a, a hospital bed hooked up to some monitors, and he. Yeah, he just explains like, "Hey, I've got to. I've. I literally live for 21 minutes at a time." And then he has this like giant defibrillator strapped to his chest that like shocks him back to life every. I guess every Did, three minutes. You watched the trailer. Right? I watched it. Yeah. Um, Did they even say why? No. It's, all, it's, 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 it's another strand. It's another. It's another strand. But yeah, he's basically trying to figure out what the Death Stranding is. Um, so he goes to like the the Netherworld or whatever he whatever it's called. But he goes to like the other side for three minutes to figure out what's going on. But um, when he comes back in this clip, when he comes back. He like he gets out of bed and then Norman Reedus is sitting there. Sam is sitting there on the couch and he kind of explains that, you know, anytime that he has to 
anytime he wants to like watch a movie or listen to music, he has to do it in 21. So he like, there's a, a bookshelf that he points out. <laughs> that sucks. So where bad. like one of his favorite movies is like a silent film from the 1920s. That's uh, 19 minutes long. Hey, and so, yeah. So anyway, so that's kind of what he, it, it literally clarifies <laughs> nothing about what the ultimate, ultimately what the game's about to be about. Um, so he goes and you said he like explores. Yeah, I the, I think I think they didn't show that, but that's kind of what he says. So he he's dead for three so minutes. You guys think he's like doing it on purpose? I don't know. That's the thing. Or is it, like somebody forcing him to like die it, all the it, time? It, it, unless I missed it, it didn't say. Okay. So there there's but yeah. I'm so sure he, he didn't miss it. I'm sure it's yeah. It was, so I mean, explain. Yeah, I don't think it. They, they really talk about like why he dies and it's why it's every 21 minutes specifically because you know Kojima it's. There's got to be a reason right. why. That's like he's he he's he lives for 21 minutes and then he dies for three minutes and then he's revived. I'm sure it's something, it's but like how long an eclipse lasts? Like yeah, on, so. on summer solstice, <laughs> 500 years, so, something weird like that. Um, but yeah, they didn't really specify, and obviously that's by design. Um, but who knows? You know, I'm at this point. Some tells me it is on purpose, though. Oh, uh, I'm speculating, but I have a feeling that it's on purpose. That, what? that that he that he keeps dying and reviving. Oh, I'm, like, I'm sure it is. Like it's not like a sickness or anything. No. Like, well, that's the thing. He didn't look in the trailer. He didn't look sick. He didn't look like he was dying. He didn't look like he was terminal. He again when he was revived and he knows what's going to happen. Obviously, he like he didn't jump out of bed, but he got up for, like it was he was just sleeping. Yeah. And then he was explaining again that you know to Sam that I have to live my life literally in 21 minute chunks before I, I die again and then the the AED that's strapped to his chest is um, it's on a timer to go off every 21 minutes or after every three minutes he's dead or whatever and I don't know if that if you guys remember the long trailer that Kojima released I think right before E3 yeah where Sam was walking through the forest you remember that? And he, like, the the floating, whatever they were called, I can't mm -hmm. remember. They were, like, the black figures were, like, floating in uh -huh. the air. Yeah. I don't know if that is what he's... I don't know if that's, like, the other side. And that's what he is referring to when he goes there for three minutes. Because, like I said, he's like, I, I die for three minutes... But I, but my ultimate goal is to, you know, figure right. out what the Death Stranding is. I'm committed to researching the truth of the Death Stranding. So I don't know if that's kind of what that means. Um, I think this game, it's going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be, and I think we said this before, it's either going to be Game of the Year, 10 out of 10s. Or it might... I don't want to say it's going to be a dud. It ain't going to be a dud but financially. I don't, no, no, no. Not financially. Not even... Um, but it might be just be so it might, out there. It might be so, so convoluted that people... It turns some people that's off. That's what I'm worried you know? about. I mean, I'm in 100%. I'm, I'm day one. I'm, I'm going to play it and, and, you know, Kojima, you can have my money right. now. Um, but even when, like, Kojima does tell a story that's, like, convoluted, like the Metal Gear Solid series, it, it's... Sp specifically done for a reason right unlike like you know how like people say Kingdom Hearts 3 is convoluted I think they just were like throwing stuff in there to throw right. stuff in there yeah but if he does it it's for a reason and it's for like a big payoff like once it all comes together yeah I mean you're, hopefully you're right I, I just 
And again, he's doing everything that he has released so far is is 100% by design. He's not leaving anything to chance. I just hope that he's able to bring it together and have not only is the story entertaining, but is the world that we're going to be playing in actually, is the gameplay going to back it up? Right. Now, because he did design Metal Gear Solid Five, all signs point to yes. Um, I, I'm just hoping that it's, yeah, it doesn't like fall flat um, or that, you know, maybe he's having an intricate plot at the at the expense of the gameplay or the gameplay is going to, you know, or the, the right. plot is going to be at the expense of the gameplay or vice versa. Um, you know, hopefully he is able to bring it all together. I think he will. Whenever he's been, like, invested in a game that he actually wants to make, it's, that's never been a problem. Right. One way or the other. Yeah. No, I agree. So, yeah, like I said, it's coming out in November. Um, chances are we'll see a couple other, like, tidbits and trailers and things like that, um, you know, over the over the coming months. But I'm... Yeah. I could not see anything for the rest of the, the, rest of the preview cycle, and I, I would still buy it day one. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. 100% in. All right, next story. Gambling and GTA Online. Uh, this came out last week, of course. Uh, Rockstar's latest update to the mega-successful GTA 5 has been causing quite a stir. They've added the Diamond Casino and Resort, a virtual, you guessed it, casino. The uproar, however, stems from the fact that you can use real-world money to purchase the virtual in-game currency to spend at the casino to then purchase in-game, in-game items, such as cosmetics for your vehicles and characters. What you can't do, however, is take any virtual winnings from the casino and then cash them out for real-world money. It has also been confirmed that you cannot take shark cards to use in the casino. Shark cards for the uninitiated are virtual gift cards of sorts that can be purchased with real-world money. As of the time of this recording, 1.25 million in virtual currency can be purchased for 1999 USD. At the same, as the same with loot boxes and other titles, it seems people are afraid of this being a gateway drug of sorts to actual gambling addictions and is yet another way for publishers to make more money. I know we've kind of talked about this a little bit. What are you, what do you guys, what, where do you lie on, or where do you guys come down on loot boxes in general? I don't like it. Me either. So what is the, is it you just don't, like why not? Is it... I think um, they they take away from the game because well in certain games they take away from the the game that's shipped because they hold back content behind loot boxes. I do think people with gambling problems uh, uh, do get hooked on certain games, and uh, you know they drop thousands upon thousands of dollars. <laughs> And that's the kind of people that they like to prey on. And, like, loot boxes have always been, like, kind of casinos, but the fact that they're kind of, like, making it. <laughs> like, they just, they just kind of, like, are just, like, screw it. Like, here's an actual casino that you guys can go. And the fact that they said that you can't cash out, well, there's, like, third-party websites where you, you can you can cash out your... your For sure. And your, there, uh, there is, game stuff. There is, like, a... There, I mean, with any game that has loot boxes, there is always a right. black market. There's a black market for that kind of stuff. And officially, yes, Rockstar, they don't have an ability to cash out. Now, that doesn't stop third parties from right. creating platforms that allow you to do that. Yeah, and people have been doing that a long time. Um... I, I don't 
I, I'm of two minds. I really, I really do understand why people don't like loot boxes because it can seem predatory. Be it can seem predatory, but I truly look at it, and you know, I, I've had this debate with others that I don't. I truly don't believe it's any different than going to a store and buying a pack of Pokemon cards, hoping that you get the the hollow. You know what I mean? Like it, to me, it, to me, it's the same. It really is. Like it's you're 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 putting your money down on the chance that in this pack of cards you're gonna get the one rare card that you want to complete the collection, or you know the little gumball machine to get the one little toy that you know you you put your quarter in, you turn the handle, and you hope that the one little toy that's in the little plastic ball pops out that you want. I you know mean, what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying. What I would say to that is, like, if you're going up to the to the shop to get a Pokemon card, and I'm talking about more like specifically like kids, sure, adults can you know they'll do whatever you want. Um, there's like cases of people like taking their parents like credit cards and shit. Oh yeah, I mean and, there like, there are extreme cases in every every situation, and I don't discount that. And if you do have a gambling gambling problem, please you know find help. Um, but I, I really think that, I mean, if it is gambling or it's not, you know, you are, you are, I don't know, I, I don't know if labeling it gambling is all that important. I mean, you know, you're taking your money and you're putting it into a game at the chance that you're going to win something that you want out of it. I guess technically that would be gambling. Right. But I don't know if that's such a bad thing. I mean, in this case, all things being equal, GTA is a mature rated game. Right. Ideally, in a perfect world, you have to be 17 or 18, depending on what part of the world you live in, to play it. Now, we know that's not the case. Right. You know, so I understand. But then, it really, as a parent, it falls... I truly believe it falls on the parents to... Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't want your kids playing the game or you don't want them using your credit card, then don't let them play the game and don't let them use the credit card. Right. And so I, I think that people... Not you guys, but, like, people that are against loot boxes that are, like, so against it for... That it's, I don't, I don't know if it's predatory. I don't see it that way. I really think well, that it's that on. Sh that shit don't work on me. I've never spent a fucking dime on loot boxes. Like what I really don't like about loot boxes is is that when you buy a game and you can tell that it is pulled shit out mm -hmm. to put in loot boxes. Right. That's the main reason. Why that's why I don't really like. And it, that's but fair. And that and, and that's a whole different. I'm like, man, I spent sixty bucks on this, and then I gotta like. Now, are you talking? Are you talking about loot boxes like? In this sense, for like skins, or are you talking about like no, DLC content, I'm expansion about packs, like, uh, uh, like expansion packs? That I um, I actually would pay for like content. Right. It's more like the nickel and dime stuff, like that you guys could have put in the game, but you didn't. Right. Okay, that's fair. You know what yeah. I mean? Stuff that probably would have been like I look at like CD CD Project Red and like. They could have made so much money if they would have just had like uh, microtransactions like throughout their, all their games. They're that good, but you know they chose not to do that, and you got to respect like people like that. Yeah, and it just it's it's just it's so annoying like turning on a, a game and just constantly getting bombarded to spend more money. It just annoys the shit out of me. That's I, all. I agree, and I, I, you know there's. 
And then with that, he walks off. <laughs> he, dropped, he dropped the mic and left. He's like, I'm not fucking out. Um, no, I mean, I get it. I really do. And there are certain types of games where if, if this was last generation, before the idea of loot boxes, it just would have been, you know, you had to earn it. You know, like right. the weapon skins and, you know, the, the character skins and things like that, cosmetics. It would have just been... You would just have to play the game in a certain way to unlock it, and then right. you, you know what I mean. So now I, I do understand that in that sense, but you know, kind of going back to GTA, I just don't. You know, I, I think that, and this kind of goes into a bigger issue, so I won't get into it too much. But I think that this day and age, and I really do believe this, is that people are very good about pointing the finger for their problems at everybody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they refuse to take accountability for themselves. You know, it's like, again, it's the parent who gets upset with the kid because they got the credit card and then spent money on loot boxes or microtransactions. Oh, you know, that'd be the last shit you ever bought. And then, and, and then you know... You better enjoy that. And then they want to get mad at the game when, you know, if you were... And I hate to say it, but if you were being more careful and, you know, having a better eye on your kids and what they were doing, and I say that as a parent of an 11-year-old who plays Fortnite religiously, like, if you don't want them to spend money then don't give them access to it it's, it's right. for me it really is as simple as that right you know what i mean but anyway so this controversy it's not going anywhere i mean you, you, it's if anything it's going it's going to keep happening as more publishers find ways to like you said you know put things behind paywalls um most infamously you know you had uh battlefront 2 come out last fall right with the whole loot box thing which Really that, got the ball rolling. On, it really on the did, and it was, and not only that, it wasn't just cosmetics. It was actually pay to win, right? Which yeah. was the big, big thing is that you know if you just were willing to pay more money, you had better access to weapons and powers and right. abilities. So anyway, uh, point is, is that this isn't going anywhere. But um, you know, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. You know, with GTA Five being again one of the most successful games. Um, you know, at, at this point, I think that Rockstar is probably just, they're probably just sitting back and laughing and counting their money all the way to the bank. I really they're do believe billions that. Of dollars. They, they really, I don't think, they knew, they're such a smart company that they knew what was going to happen. Oh, they they yeah. knew the backlash. They knew what was going to, you know, but, you know, they're not doing anything illegal. They're not doing anything. Now, whether you want to call it unethical or not, that's a different story. But, you know, they're, they're playing within the rules and they're laughing all the way to the bank. So... Yeah. All right. Next one. Cyberpunk 27, 2077 interview on religion being included in the game was mistranslated. Did you guys see anything about this? No. Okay. I have no idea what that is. Okay. What? So in an interview from Gry Online WP, a Polish news site with CD Projekt Red that was translated, that was then translated into English, has seemingly been mistranslated, causing quite a stir. Before being clarified, it was originally thought that Cyberpunk 2077 would have real-world religions depicted in-game. Bad idea. Even if Already. those depictions were offensive. The original translation the original translation reported one quote from CD Projekt Red Quest Director Metsus Tomaskowitz 
that stated that CD Projekt Red will quote or quote will not avoid any subject, even if this may offend the sensitivity of some. End quote. This apparently included subjects like Christianity, Christianity, which the translation claimed would have its own in-game faction. IGN then reached out to CD Projekt Red to ask if the quote was accurate, and as it turns out, it is not. CD Projekt Red then sent IGN their own translated version of the interview, which I've copied below. So it goes like this. It It was an interview, obviously. It was back and forth. So the website translated into English said, you mentioned religion. Does it... Does it still exist in the cyberpunk world? And CD Projekt Red responded, yes, and in many forms. As I mentioned, our vision is somehow based in the real world, and religion is a very important part of the latter society-wise. In our game, we're going to see, for example, Christianity and its different branches of religions from the East. Back to the website. Sounds controversial. Someone will enter a church just to cause havoc. Is this... Uh, wow. First of all. Because um, <laughs> I already know where this journalist is going yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. Uh, is that the, the corrected version of this? Yes. So what I'm reading now is the corrected... Okay. Translated version from CD Projekt Red themselves. Okay. So my thing is, I wonder if somebody just plugged the interview into like Google Translate, <laughs> and it like fucked it up and didn't give the context, mm-hmm. which happens from time to time. But okay, right. so CD Projekt Red responded, "We do not want to avoid religion as a topic. Authenticity of the world is what counts for us. Technically, the situation you mentioned is possible, but this is all about the choices made by the player. We won't encourage the player to do so. In our quest, which involves religious themes, we make sure there's no disrespect. It is noted that the correctly translated interview did not specifically mention any in-game Christian-based faction either. It simply states that just like in the real world religion, in the real world, religion will play an important part in the world of Cyberpunk 2077. Um, so yeah, like you were saying, the, the journalist was saying like, hey... He was poking in there. He was trying to get a little controversy out of that interview. What's stopping somebody, which you know will happen, day one, somebody's going to put it up on YouTube and Twitch, and it's going to get... But I don't care if people do that, man. I really don't. You don't. I don't because we know what video games are about. It's a video game. But what's gonna happen? But what's gonna happen when it's the same thing with GTA? What's gonna happen when CNN or Fox News gets a hold of that? You know what I mean? And 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 it's it's the same thing about like you know going into New York City and you know causing havoc. You know, in GTA Three, right after 9-11 came out. You know, and or no Russian for in you know in GTA or in uh, Call of Duty Four. so yeah you could see where he was poking but yeah somebody's gonna do it just to get the clicks just to get the views I'll do it um, you guys wanna see it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah somebody's gonna walk into a church and just and shoot the place up just because they can now I am interested to see how they do handle it in the sense that you know if they really do put religion in there and obviously they're going to if you know um, right but you know, it, because really, games don't tackle religion. No, not not not, uh, not like in a very, very direct, yeah, not way. in a direct manner. And so, to see, you know, if there are quests that right. involve religion, like how deep does it go? Is it just? I think it's really cool that's in the game. I do too. Uh, I'm really interested. I I don't think that, you know, just, you know, like with any art form and video games are art, any art form, I don't think that any topic should necessarily be off limits. And so I'm interested to see what it's about. Um, 
you know, I'm, I hope it's done in a, and you know, CD Projekt Red, their track history says it will, but hopefully it's done in a, and I don't even care about it being quote unquote respectful, but in a way that doesn't feel forced or shoehorned or right. that they just put it in just to be controversial. Right. You know what I mean? Make it organic. To Make the it organic. That they built. Yes, exactly. So I'm interested to see that. And again, is it, you know, um, I, you know, just thinking about it and when I read the story is like, you know, you get the, um, you know, how obviously with cyberpunk, the whole point of the story is like you have these implants that mm-hmm. can like change you, you know, and your main character, um, what is it, Johnny Silverhand, played by, by Keanu Reeves. What's his name in there? I can't. I think it's Johnny Silverhand. I think that's right. <laughs> um, you know, he shows up in your visions, and so... Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, so okay. he, he's a main character in the story. He's, like, the main supporting character. Uh-huh. They said it's not just, like, a, a short cameo. He's actually, for whatever reason, he's... They don't explain it yet, or you haven't found out yet, but, yeah, he's, like, you start seeing him in your in your vision, uh, in visions. Um, but that could be cool, and, you know, you take, like, the old-school, like, religion versus the new tech. All right, that's kind of uh, deus ex. Yeah, kind, kind of. Kind of. Or I like, mean, not really with the religion part, but kind of. No, like, yeah. You want to be like human, right? Augmented, um, but yeah, I mean, like you know, people you you hear stories in the real world about like religious fanatics that see visions, and so how is that gonna if if right. they do something like that? How is that gonna like play against the people that are augmented? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a cool like. Um, you know, two sides to one coin situation that they've created. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it. Um, yeah. What do you, what about you guys? Yeah. yeah. Um, when's it come out? Next year. May, maybe April, May. I can't remember the exact release date. It's next spring for sure. Uh, cause that and Final Fantasy seven remake are within weeks of each other. Yeah. So it's going to be, my time. <laughs> yeah. so. and money and money. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, just a couple more stories. So, original Doom trilogy gets shadow dropped on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Yeah, what was the deal with that? Because I was, I they just put it up like two days ago, right? Yeah, or three days ago. Yeah, just within the last couple of days. So, at this year's QuakeCon, id Software announced that the original Doom and its two sequels are now available on current gen hardware. Doom Three will also include both the Resurrection of Evil and the Lost Mission expansions. The first two games are listed as $4.99 each, with Doom Three being $9.99. Please note that these games are for sale individually and not and are not available as one bundle. Um, so this is a quick story. It was just kind of cool. Um, I have zero interest in playing Doom One and Two again. I, I've played them both briefly on PC. I think it was on a floppy disk, maybe, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, um, I haven't played it since I was real little. The only reason I brought it up is because I thought I thought it would be cool to go back and play Doom 3. That was the one that was more survival horror. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, that game was scary as shit. Yeah. Yeah, was. At least at the time, right. I remember it being scary. I don't yeah. know if it holds up. I don't know either. Um, but yeah, again, quick quick story. Not, not a t- too much there. Um, did you guys play the Doom... Reboot 2016 or 2017. No, but I no. want to, man, because everybody says like the best game ever. It's good. I mean, a little if you, bit of hyperbole, if but you, I've heard it's like one of the best first-person. If you just ever. want a fast and fluid, because I mean, nobody does like technical gameplay like id. Right. I really yeah. believe that. Like, if you want like 60 frames, mm-hmm. super smooth and silky, you know, gunplay, id is the way to go. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, if that's all you want, you just want to run and gun. You're never standing in one spot. You're always moving. You're always shooting. You're always twisting and turning. Um, it, that's the way to go. I'm really excited for, um, oh, shoot, what's the next one called? Um, Doom Eternal. Eternal. Yeah, Doom Eternal. I think it's coming out soon. Yeah, I think it's coming out this fall. Yeah. Um, I'm super pumped for that. I'm, I'm very, very excited um, to see, you know, that one. Uh, they had a really good E3 demo. Which I was pretty pretty stoked about, yeah. um, but anyway. So yeah, quick story, and then the last one I have is Fortnite champion nabs three million dollar grand prize at the World Cup. Did you see this? Uh, no, yeah, I saw some guy like, get booed off stage. I saw like sixteen yeah. years old or something. So Kyle Gearsdorf, sixteen years old of the United States, more common dork, more like more commonly known as Booga. I think is how you pronounce it, has been crowned grand champion at the first Fortnite World Cup. He earned a total of 59 points to cruise past the competition. The runner-up, Psalm, scored 33 points by comparison. The point totals were combined from two categories, one being where you placed in the match, and the second being how many kills you tallied up. That way, there uh, you were discouraged from hiding until there were only a few players left. Uh, a big congratulations to Kyle. Um, I just want to say, like, video games are fucking cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, this is the stuff that we always dreamed of growing up. It's like, oh, man, I wish I could play video games for a living. And, you know, I wish I could get paid. To, and it's just like... Yeah, but now we're, now we're all old. Yeah. And, like, our <laughs> reflexes are good and our eyesight sucks. And, <laughs> you know? But Now's yeah, I mean, the time to do it if you're going to do it. I mean, it's it's awesome. And, you know, it's... I mean, yeah, obviously three million is the big, you know, the big takeaway. Um, but, you know, any game, any competitive game... They're, they're guaranteed to be some type of pro or semi-pro league where you can mm-hmm. jump in and, you know, everything from, like, you know, they have the Gran Turismo Tour. Right. Uh, you they know, they Madden, have Smash. And, yeah, Madden, Smash. Combat. All the shooters. You know, they have, yeah, Evo for fighting mm-hmm. games and stuff. So, I mean, it's so cool that we live in a world now. I really, and, you know, you look at the Overwatch League. That is literally worldwide. Right. They have teams from all over the world in different cities. Um... Super, super cool. Um, again, you know, I 16 years old. This kid's life just fucking changed forever. Good for him. Congrats to his parents. Yeah, man. Man. all right. You yeah. guys were worried for a while. I know you were. <laughs> He's playing do, a lot of do, Fortnite. Do your, do your homework and, you know, make sure you study for that algebra test. And you're like, fuck you, mom and dad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's all the news that I had. Do you guys have anything? I watched the uh, did you watch the Blair Witch Project. No, trailer? I wanted to. Okay, so that's what I want to do actually for next week. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off real quick. I want to do like trailer talk, I think, or okay. like where if any like big trailers that are announced, we'll I think we'll probably do it on this episode or like this podcast. Okay. Uh, maybe at the end we'll just kind of we'll watch them ahead of time and then just talk about them. Um, but yeah, what did you? Th- I mean, because I haven't seen it yet. What did you think, or what it looked like? Uh, it was like a, I don't know how much was like gameplay and how much was kind of like scripted type stuff. But it, it didn't look bad. It looked. It was pretty now, is atmospheric. It, is it first person, like behind was, the camera? It, yeah, like, it looked like uh, Outlast. Outlast. It, okay. Yeah, it reminded me of Outlast because okay. it had the video camera. Right. Um, there was. You have a dog, okay. and you can give him commands. Okay. And it's gonna be really sad when that dog dies. You already yeah. know that's coming. Yeah, he's gonna die, for sure. <laughs> or he might just be the only one who survives. <laughs> Either way, he'll, he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, uh, yeah, the dog was digging up something, so maybe, you know, that's a mechanic. He can go dig up clues. It, I got the vibe that it was more like, um, I don't know how to put it. Like, now, did they give connecting you connecting the dots? Like rather a mystery? Than, yeah. Rather, so, rather than just like straight up like Resident Evil 7, where it's kind of trying action, to escape. action okay, okay. slash survival horror. It seemed okay. more like survival horror slash. Like Outlast. So yeah, that's what it reminded did, me. Of. Did they give any? Now is it? Did they give any context to the story? Is it going to like follow the story? Like, so in the movie, if you don't remember, this group of three or three or four, right. you know, yeah. classmates, they go out to like uh, the, the Virginia wood, woods or yeah, something. to like mm-hmm. investigate the the Blair Witch. Yeah, the uh, the tale or what is it, the legend of the Blair Witch? Uh-huh. And you know, all this freaky shit starts happening. So is it something like that? Did they say like it's just one dude out there by yeah. himself and uh, he's trying to investigate i want to say it takes place after the The movie movie. because i could have swore and correct me if i'm wrong that he found a tape and the tape was actual footage from the movie well like the like movie ending like yeah where the guy the kid there's somebody standing in the the corner corner. yeah Yeah, but it wasn't that part it was a different part of the movie so i don't know if okay you might you might be right yeah so i don't know if that was that's kind of cool i couldn't tell if it was like in game or if it was like the actual like the actual real life movie interesting that was in the game so I'm wondering if yeah so if we're if we're going by the lore of the movie you know I the the whoever because I can't remember what happens but yeah they all like disappear in the woods yeah and maybe he's like, he, he's like a journalist right that is searching for the the characters in the movie yeah okay that that kind of that could be cool that, that could be cool and <clears throat> it just it looks really cool I didn't I was just like Blair Witch like what now was the it F, but now was it because in Outlast, most, like, 95% of it takes place at night. Did they show that? In, is it, like, all at night in the, in the trailer? What I saw was at night. It was? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it was going to be, like, in the movie where, for the most part, up until probably the last third of the movie, yeah. it was mm-hmm. it was split up I pretty say, evenly between, that, that you know, first, night uh, and night. trailer was during the day, though, I think. That's what I was theory. thinking, yeah. Um, so maybe it's both. But that's that's cool. I like, yeah. the, I like the sound. I, you know, it's... Now, we'll is see. it... Yeah. I guess the last question I have is, were you using the camera the whole time? Like, it didn't the look like it. It looked like you pulled it up. For, like, the night vision? Right, okay. yeah. That makes sense. Or so, like, kind of like evidence or, or whatever. Something. Okay, right. just, yeah, record. Okay. That's cool. It wasn't very long. It didn't show too much. Just, right. Okay. Did you guys see... Um, have you guys been on IGN lately? For the last month, they've done, um, like, a deep dive into Control, which is the Remedy game. No. Have you guys checked that out? No. Dude, that game looks so good. It comes out August, some, uh, mid-August, late August. Um, if you guys like... Did you guys like Alan Wake? Mm-hmm. I, think, I had Alan Wake. Yeah. I remember you did. I couldn't remember if you liked it, though. Um, yeah, that's cool. I think this game is going to be super... I think it's going to be right up your alley. It's super... Same thing. Psychological. Um, all this weird shit happens. So basically, you're, do you guys know what it's about? No, um, I have no idea. So you're like the head of the, it's called the Bureau of Control. So the government has officially acknowledged that there are like paranormal, there's paranormal shit happening in the world and that there's like this, I believe this other dimension. And so they've created like an actual government agency called the Bureau of Control Mm -hmm. that is tasked with keeping like our world like from going to shit. So you, if I remember correctly, it sounds kind of cliche, but you arrive on your your first day on the job and like everything's gone to hell like something happened and I think it's called the house or the safe house or something or the tower 
but it you go in and investigate like what's going on and yeah you like flip back and forth between the real world the other world and then at some point the two start kind of start to mix so you don't know what's what's what um that there's a gameplay of it yeah oh yeah there's tons there's tons third person yeah third person uh third person shooter um the gun that you get there's only one gun in the game but it's like a it's like a transforming gun so there's like so there's like more than this is yes there's technically more than one gun it's like one gun with like multiple ways to use yeah so you have like the pistol that's cool and it's everything's unlimited ammo so all all you have i like that there but there's like a cooldown timer so So it was too good to be true. (laughs) So there's a cooldown timer on everything, but yeah, like the gun can be a pistol, but it can transform into like a shotgun. Not transform, but like it shoots like a shotgun Mm -hmm. or like a, I'm assuming an automatic, you know, like an AR or whatever. But um, but yeah, super cool. I'm interested in that. I'm trying to think of anything else. I wonder if it's going to have any kind of weird, strange mechanics. Because, like, in Alan Wake, you had the flashlight that you had to hold the flashlight on the enemy to shoot him. And then, like, well, this Quantum Break, it had, like, those... Right. I didn't play it, but from what I saw, it had those, like, strange, like, uh, like fracturing mm-hmm. of whatever. This one, I like believe... Time I, I believe there's, like, telekinesis where you can pick up objects yeah. in the environment and kind of hurl them gotcha. towards enemies or, you know, stuff like that. Um... I don't know if it gets any deeper or any different than that. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, what have you guys been playing? I guess we didn't talk about that at the uh, beginning. I'm any? about 35 hours into Octopath Traveler. Still like it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm maybe like a quarter of the way through the game. I'm so wet, dude. I'm, <laughs> I want to play that so bad. Uh, when I get a Switch, there's so many games I have to play, like on my bet and like already in the backlog. Yeah. Black Ops Four has been piss, pissing us off, so we're going. We've been playing World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, other than that, I don't think I've been playing much. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Anything? Same. Yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, I haven't been playing any. Well, actually, that's not true. I picked up Resident Evil Two again. I started playing, so I um, I got so I've already beat it once. I didn't go through like the second run or the second playthrough. I played as Leon, beat it, didn't go back to play Claire, um, but I got the like the um, I don't know if it's technically DLC or not, but it was four ninety nine. But it basically gave you all the unlocks that you would normally have to get from like. You have to, like, beat it mm-hmm. in, like, two hours or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyway, I paid five bucks, and it gives me, like, an, a submachine gun with unlimited ammo and a rocket launcher with unlimited ammo. And um, so, That's I mean... always fun. Yeah, so... Uh... <laughs> That's funny. All right, so if anybody that watched, um, we put up a new episode of the Definitive Top 10. Um, this week's episode was all about hardware. Uh, Leo, our older brother, just texted us and said, uh, the reason we played the PlayStation 1 upside down was because John puked on it, and it was the only way that it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> that was his friend. That was his best friend. Still his best friend, but that was his best friend in high school. Um Hmm. I wonder how many people have similar stories. <laughs> so there you go. That's that's the reason we had to flip the PlayStation upside down. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so I paid the four ninety nine for the DLC. So I've just been running through that. Um, it's I mean it's still fun. It's fun to just go you know like 
Everything's a lot less scary when you don't have to worry about ammo. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? The, the second time I played Resident Evil 4, I had, uh, like, unlimited ammo. Uh -huh. And I had, uh, it was the revolver. Mm -hmm. It was a... Magnum? Yeah, it was a Evil? broken butterfly. That's what uh, it was called. yes, yes. It yes. was, like, the strongest. It was, like, a one-shot kill for most enemies. And it made the game so less scary. <laughs> That's so what I mean. much more fun. It's like God mode. <laughs> so I just got to the point. Spoilers for Resident Evil 2. I'll give you a couple seconds to mute it if you want, if you haven't played it yet. I started playing Leon's, um, I started fresh with Leon again, but I just got to the point in the, um, past the underground facility, um, into the parking garage area where you find, um, the guy in the in the prison cell that had the key card for the parking garage, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And then he his face just got smashed in by Mr. X. Um, Mr. X. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> so the boss fight right before that, where you first get to the underground facility, remember? I remember. He like, uh, I can't remember his name. But you walk through, and is then it like is like where it's like a bunch of steam? Like yes, he, yeah. yes. Um, that boss was so hard for yeah. me when I played it because like I ran out of ammo for all my guns, ah, and like I had to like run around and like find grenades <laughs> and stuff. And, like I don't remember how I beat them because the the, yeah, the ammo in the area like it didn't respond. You're playing it for like a half an hour, <laughs> just running around. It took me like 12 seconds. I pulled out the rocket launcher, three rockets, and he was dead. So, um, but yeah. So anyway, that's what I've been doing. I'm just playing through that again. No I wish they would have done more with like the the giant alligator in the remake. Mm, yeah. Because in the in the original, it was like a you actually like fought the alligator yeah. and stuff, and it was wow. just like a pretty much like a quick time event to right. like beat them in the yeah. remake. Yeah. Yeah. I wish there was a couple things more expanded too. But so I'm probably gonna beat that, and then I'll go through and play as Claire. Um, because I still haven't done that, um, regardless. Um, and then I am still very slowly, slowly working my th way through the uh, Spider-Man Platinum. I've already beat the game. I started New Game Plus. Um, but I'm just, at this point, it's just clearing the map. Collectibles, right. side quests, and things like that, just to clear off trophies. Um, other than that, there really isn't a ton. I I'm still want to play... Um, just came, literally just came out. Wolfenstein, Youngblood. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, there's not anything in August or Control, I guess. And then really, that's kind of what start, kicks off the the holiday season in the fall. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much everything. Um, kind of a slow week. I mean, there was some news, but yeah, overall, it was kind of a slow week. You guys have anything? No, sir. No. Nothing. All right. Well, this is going to be a short episode. I don't want to waste your guys' time with a bunch of filler content. Um, so, again, give us a, uh, a thumbs up. Subscribe at YouTube.com slash vids. We will put this up. We're recording this on Tuesday, the 29th of July. This will go up. I'm sorry. We're recording this on Monday, the 29th. This will go up on Wednesday, the 31st. Um, this week, the episodes were flipped a little bit. We had a little scheduling snafu, but we'll be back on track so this episode this episode will go up um, on Wednesday uh, obviously by the time you listen to this it'll be up and then it'll go up uh, should be every Monday after that so check it out again give us a thumbs up subscribe on Wednesdays we do we do the definitive top 10 um, where we 
have our top 10 list of whatever we want to talk about in the gaming industry and then our video game related and kind of combine it into a, uh, a definitive list. And then on Fridays, we have our uh, Let's Play. So this week is going to be, um, it'll go up on Friday, which is the 2nd of August. I can't believe it's August already. Um, but these two X-Bots um, who don't really have access to a PS4, they're actually going to play through uh, Spider-Man PS4. Um, so that'll be the Let's Play for this Friday. Um, so check it out. Again, YouTube. Find us on podcast services. You know the rigmarole. Um, and until next time, yeah, everybody stay safe.